Actually, I don't get what. <laughs> Give me a small minute. What are we doing this? I mean, you have a podcast. Tell me about it. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I just, I just signed up for a video call, but I don't know what this is about. Salut. Bienvenue au podcast de Tribble Trip. Welcome to the Travel Tribe Podcast. Ole! This week I am joined by my Madridian tour guide, Malisa, as we cover the places you need to visit, food you need to try, and the tips and tricks you need to make sure that your experience in the capital city of España is the best it can be. Enjoy this week's episode of the Travel Tribe X Podcast. My mom thinks you're cute. Oh, she, she can see me? Yeah, yeah, she was like, <laughs> I want to see, and I was like, and I was like hey, come on, come on. It's like, oh, he's cute. So you can have a Mexican girlfriend. Go for it. I like it. The sugar mama. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Melissa, I uh, wanted to have you on the podcast today to talk about your experiences moving to Madrid, living Madrid. And of course, you are probably one of the best experts on uh, what to see in Madrid uh, since you are a tour guide. So I want to start off with why did you choose Madrid? I didn't. <laughs> I <laughs> I actually I hate it. <laughs> not, not really. Yes and no. At the beginning, I wanted to go to the States, of course, because I'm from the north of Mexico. So of course my first option was the States. But when I was trying to to find a way to move abroad, uh, Trump won the elections. Ah <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> So I I wanted to do some like major degree and I got accepted on a program um a program of theater creation with several artists from Spain that I I admire a lot the writers of the books I I started when I was doing like the bachelor degree here in Mexico after the the bachelor I wanted to stay in Madrid and what was, what's so special about the city? What do you really like about Madrid? What kind of stands out for you about Madrid? It's a city that is like not so... I hate this word. I hate this word. I'm going to use it. Touristy. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. This makes sense, but needs to be explained. It's just that, for example, this... I, I think that during summer, I went to Paris and a month ago i was in rome and in both cities you 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 are surrounded by tourists and you're like in waves of people crowds only tourists and people with huge cameras and 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 you see just since like it's the city with the highlights for example in paris is the city a city of people trying to live their lives with the with them see how's it Louvre? It's just that my, my French pronunciation is lame. Louvre. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, if you see it, and, and the Eiffel Tower, and and the, the river. So it's like very marked while people are trying to live their lives. And in in Rome, the same. It's the Colosseum, and, and the Fontana Trevi. And like this, that, that occupies so much like attention in the city. People so, uh, sometimes ask me which one is like the main highlight of Madrid, and it's like, 
we don't have any. Madrid, it's like a, a whole thing. It's a mm -hmm. whole experience. It's a whole vibe of the city that it's very respectful with the roots that we have. It's very proud of the of the the cliches of what being a Spaniard mean. And and the, there there's no such thing as like the fountain or or the Coliseum. No, it's it's the experience of Madrid is having a glass of sangria, sitting at the terrace, uh, watching people dancing on the streets. And this is such a cliche, but it actually happens. And uh, in Plaza Mayor, it's not just Plaza Mayor because it's pretty. It's just to hang out there, to watch the the, the artists. To it's, it's, a, it's a city where you, I think that when it comes to tourism, you cannot go to Madrid to just explore the city as a tourist. You need to to truly set yourself on the mood that you are living there to truly get to to see the vibe. Otherwise, it can be boring in in a way that we don't have the Coliseum, we don't have the Fontana de Trevi, we don't have the Eiffel Tower. But if you think about it, this kind of main monuments, it's all about the picture. It's very rare to find people that are truly interested in like the history then the history roots of, of the place my sisters for example they asked me like how much did you spend in your four days in Romna and I said oh yes this ah, I was very expensive no it's just that I paid for the tour I got a tour in the Vatican City I paid for a tour in the in the Coliseum I was like no but I don't want to I, I not everyone is interested in history it's so lame to visit this kind of, of spots just because of the picture it's so mm. lame and it's so normalized and people are just like going for it since Madrid doesn't have a lot. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. It's gorgeous. But doesn't have this, this cliche of monuments where you say this is the place where you need to take the picture in Madrid. Mm -hmm. It can be extremely boring for influencers, but for people that are truly searching for an experience is the best part. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I used to live in Seoul, South Korea, and I had people come visit me or people ask me like, hey, where should I go? And it's exactly the same thing. I'm like, well, there's the Gyeongbokgung Palace, which is like the main palace in Seoul. But what you really go there for is like the culture of going to Korean barbecue, eating Korean barbecue, drinking soju, going to Hyundai Park at 2 a.m., going to some Korean grandma who's going to feed you some kimchi jjigae, you know, meeting people like it's, it's all about the, the culture that instead of saying, oh, yeah, you really need to go check out this palace or this, you know, monument because it's you just, that you just go for the culture and i feel i just came back from madrid i of course saw you uh three weeks ago or whatever it was and i felt that was my favorite part of madrid was i had a friend that lived there and you know we had a chance to go to watch the sunset at the end of the night or go sit and get cafe and croissants or i uh, went on the, and then your guided tours and learned about the history of madrid which was fantastic uh going to the the, the palace as well and learning about the kings and i thought just just being part of it was was much much more enjoyable to me than just like, hey, I got to go hit X, Y, and Z locations today just to see them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that we're just seeing them. Sorry. Mande? No, Tabiso. In this house, we just don't approach people like, hey, no, uh, you can be like in the garden, you can be in your room. You just scream. 
Yeah, so, oh, I love it. In 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 Korea, one of my favorite things, like when you go to a restaurant, you don't you don't have like a waiter. You traditionally you don't have a waiter comes up and like, hey, what would you like to eat? Like in a traditional like where a grandma cooks, you just come in and you go ajima, <laughs> ana, like uh, kimchi jjigae, <laughs> Like you just yell, and she's somewhere yeah. in the kitchen, and she goes nay, and she's that means she confirmed your order, and it'll be out. You know, you just yell it. That's my favorite yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, the same. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, with you about the culture. If someone was going to come visit Madrid, what would you say would be like the highlights if they had a couple of days to, to stay in Madrid? Other than, of course, going on your on your tour. <laughs> Not true about it. <laughs> but I truly think that with the tour, you cover a lot of the city because uh, you took both of them, right? I sure both did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw that we cover like the the history part, like of the main that like the tour that everyone wants to see. Plus, Mayor de Palace de Cathedral. Oh, yeah, we cover like the origins of the city in this like tiny spot, and the other one, uh, the Fontana Civiles, the gate and the park. But beside mm -hmm. that, I mean that that's like a line. Uh, that is like east and west, but. You have the north and you have the south. In the north, you have the neighborhoods of Malasaña and Chueca. Malasaña is a neighborhood for, I could dare to say, I don't know, uh, for the youth, for the youth, for the expats, for the students, for the bars, for the hipster, uh, how do you call it? Co-working spots. Mm, and nomads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And nomads, if you are like connecting with people and 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 a lot of vintage clothing, which I'm gonna say by the way, it's a sorry, it's a scam. It's a scam because all of that is just like uh, uh, I, I don't know how to say it in English in, in Mexico we call it pacas that you go to the States you buy a huge bag of clothing that no one wanted and you resell it for like five times the actual price in another country you will find a lot of overpriced American brands clothing in these vintage uh, shops they are not vintage they are expensive for post uh, <laughs> They just take someone's take someone's trash, and all of a sudden they say, "This is." You just put. You just say it's vintage on any trash, and they're like, "Oh, I like that." Yeah, oh, I, I, like some of those old jeans with the blood stain on them. Ooh, no, 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 no! It's like if I'm gonna pay for that that no one wanted, and 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 it's all, and it's not even that like stylish. I mean. Just buy something new. <laughs> like it's just that I I feel it's a it's a huge scam that it's uh, working because people support it with these like it's vintage, it's mm -hmm. stylish. It's like shut up. Yeah. Uh, that's something you can find in Madrid. In Chueca is like the gay neighborhood with all like part of it because Madrid is one of the most important uh, LGBTQ plus uh, capitals in in Europe. Uh, basically, like the biggest pride uh, month in in EU in the EU, yeah, in Europe. It's it's in Madrid, and in the south, because again we cover like like east and west, and in the south you have Lavapiés and La Latina, where I always recommend people to go to tapear. 
you know, to, we even made a verb out of it, to have your drink, the, this thing that we, we mentioned, like the culture thing, just sit, have your tapas, talk to people, make some friends, because even though it's in the city center, everywhere you will find, of course, tourists, but as, also like the local people. Mm, because that's a, that's also something that a lot of people ask me about like no it's just that i want to go to a place where i can meet local people it's like do you speak spanish no <laughs> <laughs> so you want to meet local people that they they know how to communicate in in english great we'll see so yeah this this is where you, where you can find people that that just go to have fun. And one of the things I like the most about, you know, these local people, people from Madrid, they are always uh, ready to, to to test their English skills. So mm. <laughs> I love them because even when, when they don't truly speak English, they will be like, like, eat, eat, very good, good, is good. Spanish is Spanish. And I love them for that. I love them for that because that's that's when you say, I met local people. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my, they're so local. I'm such a local resident I'm now. such a local <laughs> because I said, con tarjeta, por favor. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and and in, in La Pies, um, it's, it's a very interesting neighborhood. Uh, you can sense that it's like a, a place where basically all the immigration gather and, and it also makes it very multi-culti because all the type of food, eh? Indian food, African food, Latin food, uh, a lot, but also a lot of underground art. There are a lot of like alternative artistic museums, exhibitions, a lot of uh, graffiti tours even. So yeah, the city is is way more than just the two tours that we we, we developed. Um, but just with the two tours, you can get to sense like the vibe of the city. Um, yeah. But there's there's way more. And that's just the center. And that's just the center. We have a lot of things to see like beside the center and of course you of course you went to el templo de the boat mm -hmm. temple for the sunset did yes you? i did yes yeah it's very nice yeah of course even sure. when we don't spend it on the tour somehow this information comes to tourist ears like el templo de the boat is the spot for the sunset yeah I had a friend there and I wanted to uh, spend the evening doing something nice. And so that's why I, I went and had a little picnic up there. And it was really, really nice view. And all people are over there. People are playing guitar. I mean, it's like out of a movie, you know? <laughs> yes. So, it's all about, yeah. about the mood, mm -hmm. the guitar. There, there are some uh, circus artists uh, practicing, you know, to sit on the grass. I hate it because I am... <laughs> <laughs> I am senior. <laughs> I hate, I hate to like be chilling. It's like, oh gosh, I need to pee. <laughs> and there's a public toilet. There's a public toilet, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's but it's part of the experience. But because I am a very old lady. But but if you're willing to be like sitting, guitar, mm. watching the sunset, sharing true feelings and, and, and getting your chakras in line, perfect spot. 
I also wanted to ask you of uh, t- top secrets of Madrid. Like, what are some things people don't know about? For example, one thing I found out, which I wish I would have known, but I found out on Google, was that you can go to the castle uh, for free after 5 p.m. if you have like an EU um, passport. I say that on the tour. What are you talking about? I said, I said, I said, hey guys, just want to let you guys know. I don't know if she's got a connection with the castle or not, but I'm telling you, if you guys want it free after five o'clock, show your po- your, your European passport. Wait, but you said it on my tour. I sure did. I told everyone because you're like, pay full price, support the king. No, it's just that I I always try to mention it, but you know there are so many things I have in my head. And I I do every tour different because I I I always focus a lot on on saying things like I'm I'm giving like I'm talking to you you know like I'm I'm mm-hmm. talking to you not 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 a script that, that I have said several times why I used to have this problem that while I was trying to go to sleep I would repeat the whole tour in my head. <laughs> Like automatically, not 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 on purpose, because my head was so automatized to repeat the tour that I was not even aware about it. So uh, now I'm, I'm I after all these years I have to focus on 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 saying things like consciously. That's why the tour is always different. But usually, <laughs> usually I mention this like from Monday to Friday from from, from Monday to Thursday from 5 to 7 for members of the EU and ex Spanish colonies like me boom that's a great one yeah. <laughs> any other good uh, secrets like that or useful tips people always forget that just with your student card you can go for free to El Prado anytime it's Ooh. not like a like a specific hour it's anytime as many times as you want and with a student card, you will get several discounts. The bikes are for free. Ooh, that's another good one. For free. You just have to download the app, register, just scan the QR code, and you can use the electric bike for free. What was I doing walking? I have a lot of information <laughs> that I, I two oh and a half God. hours are not enough to, to share all this. I know. What about the what about the rooftop spot that you recommended that you said that uh, it was kind of on the corner there? Yeah, uh, it's it's Artes. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it because uh, simply because it's way underrated. It's just that when you you when you think about the rooftop, people always think about Rio, and it's extremely crowded. And for people that care about their pictures, you will never get a decent picture because there are crowds all around you. Um, mm-hmm. And in the Ciclo de Artes, um, they have like the mattresses where you can just lay down like you were at the beach, having your drinks, staring at the blue sky and watching the sunset, staring at the stars if it's at night. It is very, very good. It's very good just to have a drink there. And the drinks are mm-hmm. good. The music is good. You know, you get the vibe. But it it also depends on what you want because sometimes I recommend people to go there and they're like, it's just that we didn't feel the, like, you know, the ambience. Sometimes people expect to have, like, crowded spots because they want to 
meet people, they want to dance with people. I prefer to be as alone as I can. So <laughs> it's kind of when everyone is like on their own conversation, I just love it, you know, uh, because you, you feel like you can move. I hate places where you need to touch people in order to move. So this is not extremely uh, overcrowded and they charge you only five years. There are, that's, that's something else. A lot of people think that just because it's Madrid, every rooftop uh, has like an entrance fee and no but the best ones the good ones they always have an entrance fee there are several mm -hmm. rooftops but that one is the the one where you say it doesn't matter where you sit you got the view and it's very mm -hmm. nice there are some others where you need to like sit somewhere else have two drinks while some other table uh it, it gets like i don't know Empty, open, up. open mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but the and, and that one doesn't matter where you are, since it's like in a very high position, you can just get a better view. And it has levels. It has levels. Oh. So yeah, it's 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 very good. It's very good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What else? Do you know? Do you know? Speaking of queues and uh, long waits, do you know when I was living in Seoul uh, in my neighborhood? Do you know which restaurant had the longest queue for an hour and a half? Which one? For churros. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, if you yeah, want to wait that amount of, of time in Madrid, Christmas. Christmas. No, yeah. I, I, I really recommend people to never visit Madrid during Christmas. It's <laughs> awful. Awful. The, don't get me wrong. The Christmas lights are beautiful. Uh, Spain has this like non-spoken contest of which city has the best Christmas lights and Madrid always mm -hmm. goes for it Barcelona always goes for it and Vigo in Galicia they also go for it um, and the Christmas lights are gorgeous but keep in mind that several of the Spaniards travel to the capital for the Christmas shopping so everything everything mm -hmm. has queues every restaurant is like ah you have reservation no I'm sorry you, uh, we have we have no spot so you will not have a good time if you are in Madrid during Christmas because everything has a queue, everything, Ugh. everything. And no bueno, no bueno. No, and and because of the lottery, did I mention this about the lottery when when you were on the tour? Oh my gosh, I went with my friend to get uh, to get tacos one day for lunch, and there's a huge queue, and he's like, "Do you know what that's for?" And I'm like, "I have that looks, I don't know, make out a visa somewhere. It looks like something important." They're like, "That's for the lottery." Where did, where did that come from? Why is that? Why the line so long for lottery? Charles III brought the lottery to Spain uh, because the, the lottery already existed in what we now call Italy. So uh, he brought the lottery because he wanted to make mm -hmm. like major renovations in the city, but he didn't want to to get the taxes higher for the people. So he created the lottery in Spain on a way that you would give them a small amount of money. Everyone would give us a small amount of money for the country, for the city, for the renovations. Um, and you would have the chance of getting something bigger. So that's the, the, the origins of the lottery in Spain. But hmm. the, the store that you saw that is in Del Carmen Street, it's called Doña Manolita. Next to Doña Manolita, there's a hostel, the hostel where I used to live for two years. It was very common 
for me to to be working at the reception and people would come um, staying one night, two nights exclusively to queue in that lottery ticket store. The queue that you saw, that's nothing. Jeez. The lottery ticket, the, 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 sorry, the big lottery is in December 22nd, the Christmas lottery. If you go to, to Madrid during December 20, the queue can be four blocks length. Four blocks length, but not four blocks like one, two, three. Four blocks like one, two. They need to bring cups to manage the people. Uh, they have, the, the people bring portable chairs for the for the queue they make picnics on the queue it's madness why is a lottery ticket store so important because the winning ticket is always from the same store but don't you think if half of the country comes to buy in the same store is something related to chances possibilities <laughs> but yeah but they don't care they don't Jeez. care yeah yeah, I think that's insane. funny that these people go, they queue up, they picnic, and then and then they're like so excited, and then they're like, "Oh, I didn't win again this week. Let's go next week." Let's yeah, and and that's that's the thing. It's not a it's, it's not a week thing. It's a it's one year thing because it's always for the Christmas lottery in December twenty second. So people start queuing to get the lottery tickets for Christmas lottery since July. Since July, people start queuing to get the, the ticket for the Christmas lottery. And and the closest that you get to, to, to December, the longest the queue will be. And you know what's the worst part of this whole chaos? You can get the lottery ticket from that store online. <laughs> really? But you have to queue. It's part of... of, of of, of getting that good luck. So yeah, you, you mean that you can buy that online and those people are just waiting because it's part of the experience? Yeah. And there are several people that uh, buy the, the lottery there, like a lot, a lot of them, and they resell them. Um, they resell them, I think, for like a little higher price. When you when you walk in Madrid, you will hear a lot, the Manolita llevo, the Manolita llevo, the Manolita llevo. Uh, it's like I hear from Doña Manolita, and and they 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 resell them, and people make the living because sometimes people don't expect to be the queue like that long. They queue for I don't know a couple of hours, and this is like nah, Jeez. I better like buy it from this lady that is like next to me saying the mañana Manolita llevo, Manolita llevo. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it's funny. insane. All right, next thing I wanted to ask you. Speaking of food, we talked about food earlier. What are the must-visit restaurants? You had recommended to me a, an awesome calamari sandwich spot. I think it was called La Campana, maybe? Yeah, yeah. that's the spot. Where, what, where would you recommend if someone had only three meals to eat in Madrid, where would you recommend they go to? Three. Three. Three restaurants. Okay, first of all, Botín but not because of the food, but because of the whole history, the ambience, the restaurant, like the decoration of this, but it's a full, it's a full experience. Mm -hmm. The food is good. The food is good. Don't get me wrong. The food is good. 
but the the attention of the waiters you can get to see the case i mean it's a it's a it's an experience it's not like el mercado san miguel el mercado san miguel is not an experience i hear when people are like ah no you should go to mercado san miguel because of the experience what kind of experience just there is a by by like um stands of restaurants that you can have anywhere else for uh, lower prices no but in it's, it's a full experience When it comes to food, there's a spot called, how's it called? Taberna Elisa. Taberna Elisa is a typical tavern. Or one called Taberna El Charca. La Charca. And they sell the best cachopo of Spain. Mm. You know what's cachopo? What is cachopo? I'm looking it up now. It's like a Wiener schnitzel, but they they fill it with cheese from Asturias. That is a region of uh, the north of Spain and Spanish ham. Oh, it looks really good. And this is traditional. Yes, oh. from Asturias. Oh my god, I'm getting hungry. And it's and it's huge and it's huge. It's delicious and just one for like for two people. It's enough. Actually. Before I I came back to, to Mexico, I went to have a lunch there with a couple of friends, and we ordered one for the three of us, and it was pretty much enough. <laughs> yeah, this looks big. <laughs> it is. It is. It is oh huge. Oh my gosh! Is Bo is Botin the the restaurant that's the oldest restaurant uh, in the world? It's still working. That's or is that the one? one. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's what I was talking about about experience. Mm -hmm. And it's like really hard to get a reservation there. Is that correct? No. No? Okay, I'm not thinking. No, but you must be willing to have the typical Spanish experience. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? To have dinner at 11.30 p.m. Oof. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because if you go with your white uh, schedules trying to have dinner at 6 p.m., <laughs> there's simply no way. First of all, Botin is closed at 6 p.m. because it's the hour of la siesta. Mm -hmm. um, they're open at 8. And if you want to have your spot at 8, I have never, ever, ever made a reservation in Botin. And I have eaten there several times because you show up at 11 and they always find a spot for you. If you are willing to have a full suckling pee with sangria, with dessert at 11.30, go for it. Go for it. You will always have a spot there. But again, to have the full Spanish experience. If yeah. you want to have like this at eight, what's that? We don't do that there. Yeah. And this is the restaurant that was in the Ernest Hemingway novel, right? The Botin? Yeah. See, the I, sun I, as arises. See, I remember things. I'm so good from, from, your, from your tour. <laughs> Ole. Ole. Because you took the test. I remember did. the test. You're actually the a fantastic helps. you're a fantastic teacher because at the end you were like did the summary recap and I remembered everything. I'm like, whoa, I got nah. it down. It was super good. Um all right. Well, are we gonna But you you see, I could that's why I could tell that you have something American because if you were like 100% Polish you could you just staring at the map yeah. thinking about the answers but not saying a That's word right. no, no. I was like the first one I was like pick me I know the answer hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but but that's something that happens with Polish Norwegian and and um, Danish Germans mm -hmm. Germans just stare 
they just stare at the map while I'm there like, and, and who, which line was it? And what was the name of the restaurant? And which year was from? And they just stare and they think of all the answers because they remember everything. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they are, it's, it's against yeah. their, their values to, to, to speak up, you know? They're too, they're too cool for school. They said, I know, but I'm yeah, not like, going to mm, let anyone nah. know that I know it. Exactly. It was like, <laughs> you bitch, you're not... Who are you to test me? Yeah. So, yeah. Who do you think you are? You know, and then they go tell yeah, their wife yeah. or girlfriend, be like, I knew all those answers. You know, I didn't have to. I didn't yeah, have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, with these kind of people, I just, I just give up. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, last question for you. Ready? Top question. Top question. I've been thinking about Madrid or Barcelona, and why? Okay. <laughs> 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 this in front of the tour i will tell you i couldn't choose i could never choose both cities are full of culture beautiful highlights magical people and it's such an experience unique experience each city of their own and i love madrid but remember barcelona has the beach i hate the beach to Cancun because it's my mom's birthday, not because I like Cancun. <laughs> uh, and she loves the, the beach, but I hate the beach. And 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 no, no, there's no way. That's so funny. There's no way. There's no. Just it's just that no. There's yeah. no way. Madrid, 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 Madrid. Um, how can I say? <laughs> I don't. I don't like the beach, and I think that Barcelona, like. Barcelona City, not Catalonia, not Catalonia. Mm. Barcelona City has been so overexposed to massive tourism mm-hmm. and, and gentrification that um, Barcelona is just like party hard and 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 something I have noticed people can be very disrespectful with the cities when they're on their party mood because it's like eh, no one knows me here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give names. I'm gonna give names. <laughs> the Germans. No, no. Look, look. In Germany, you can get a ticket if you throw trash on the on the, on the street, and they are so like, okay, we need to recycle and separate the trash. Here's plastic. Here's paper. Here's glass. Last month there was a match, whatever. I think it was like some some football club from I think it was Bayern. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. The point <laughs> is that the word Germans. You should have seen Puerta del Sol all full of trash. Like so much trash, uh, bottles of beer, cans, and 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 like it's it was full of trash. And they say you little piece of human being, <laughs> if you are so into recycle environment and 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 trash separation, why don't you do that in the countries that you visit? 
Mm-hmm. And that's one example. That's one example. Uh, se- several, several people from all around the world, uh, Mexican included, Spaniards included, I mean, tourists, uh, they are so like in the mood, whatever, that they can be extremely disrespectful. And everyone, when, when, when we travel, there's something that happens in our brain that we feel entitled. My boss from the hostel, mm-hmm. uh, I don't fully agree with this, but um, but she she used to say, guys, because we are always like talking with the tourists and we had to create a very good vibe of the hostel. I work in a hostel that won the prize of the best hostel in the world. So Olé. they are very, very like, Olé, yeah, <laughs> very like into like creating a full experience for the backpackers that we receive. And she said, guys. You need to understand, you, me, everyone, when we travel, we open our head, we take out a brain, we open a drawer, we put the brain in, we close the drawer, and we lock it with a key. Mm-hmm. That's what we do when we travel. Mm-hmm. So so uh, sometimes people are, are so entitled and, and they don't care about, about taking care of the, of the places that they visit. And that's what you can tell that has happened to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona has been ranked as the as the city with more, um, more the the highest rate of consumer of con- cocaine. Ooh, nice! So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when people think about Barcelona, it's like uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, uh, <laughs> which is completely insane. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! And that's and, and and that that's why that's something that you can feel like madrid being the capital is is it has been like overexposed because when people think about visiting spain they don't think about madrid they think about barcelona mm-hmm. and that's something i sense as a tour guide when i ask people how are you how are you going to stay here they always tell me if i had only one day to explore the city, it's like, how come did you come to Madrid only for one day? It's like, ah, yeah, it's just that, it's just a scale to go to Barcelona, it's just a scale to go to Sevilla, it's just a scale to go to Mallorca. Madrid is always a scale. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I like really fell in love with Spain, and so when I got to Barcelona, I felt like this, this energy of Barcelona versus Madrid, like it kept coming up. But cocaine, beaches, and people uh, peeing and throwing trash at work kind of sounds nice <laughs> yeah for you maybe again i'm a very old lady again it's my personal uh, point of view of why i don't fully love uh, barcelona but again is it's related it's related to to things that people from barcelona even even them com- complain about they they also complain about the massification of, of of the of the tourism in Barcelona, the gentrification of the city. That's something that they also fight for, mm-hmm. and that's something that people from Madrid are trying to avoid now with these you know digital nomads, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and again, I also don't like the beach. So humidity <laughs> in the air that that's something I I could never live with. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap things up. Usually at the end, I do a travel tribe toss-up where I ask three random questions and the first thing that comes into your mind, you answer. Are you down for it? Yeah. All right. It's Friday night in Madrid and you are have friends in town. Where do you take them to eat and why? Tacos. Where? In tacos. Tacos al pastor. Ah. Yeah. I always say the worst 
taco in Mexico is the best taco in Spain. Ooh, okay. But, but I have tried tacos in other countries and I can truly say that Madrid has the best tacos of Europe. Okay. All right. That's good to know. You should go check out some of the Mexican restaurants in uh, Warsaw. They also have really good Mexican restaurants. But I don't know how it is compared from Mexico. It's, it's, I, can't, I can't say that because you're Mexican. You'll probably be like, this is trash. <laughs> I, I will see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to travel for a wedding there. Yeah. I'm going for a wedding. So once We're... I'm done with the wedding and I'm done and I'm done with my headache because of the hangover, I will go to Warsaw. Which, which city are you going to? Warsaw. Ah, you have a wedding in Warsaw. When? Yeah. When? In December? This December? Oh, it's going to be cold. Yeah, but they're pregnant. So. Oh, you got to hurry that up. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> let's get married now. Because, you know, uh, Polish people, they're very Catholic. So, yeah. <laughs> they go outside and they're like, oh, look, at it's gray, snowing, terrible weather. Let's have a wedding. Let's have a wedding. <laughs> because it has to be before the belly goes to beat. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So nobody knows except for you. I like it. Um, and here I am on the podcast. Great. Now the parents be like, what? Excuse me? You were pregnant? What? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, oh you can tell your secrets to Melissa. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't tell anyone except for everybody. <laughs> I didn't say names. I did not say names. So... <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, second question. If you could have one food that describes your personality, what would it be? My personality. My personality. At first, I would need to define my personality. And, and, and. Maybe a tortilla. A boring tortilla. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, wow <laughs> okay so chingado here's the thing here's the thing I'm sorry I am so sorry for being this Mexican uh, but I'm gonna say a taco I'm gonna say a taco wait 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 give, give, give me a frick um, simple simply because imagine 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 that you are gonna have lunch. Tell me, just just tell me, what's the the the, the typical uh, I don't know Polish dish that you enjoy? Super boring. It's like a kotlet, which is kind of like a pork, like a schnitzel with potatoes and uh, and cucumbers. It's boring. It's really boring. Cucumber. It's cucumber salad. It's like cucumbers on the side with like mayonnaise or so, no sour cream. That's what it is. Okay, perfect. So. You wrap a tortilla, span, not Spanish tortilla, Mexican tortilla, flat tortilla. You put the pork, you put the cucumbers, you put the sour cream, you put the, the potatoes, and then you make a Polish taco. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know That's what you why mean. I, I sense that I, I feel like I could be I with a big responsibility of being a taco because I feel like I, I love to absorb a lot of information <laughs> And consume everything and everyone's knowledge, personalities. I am. I'm always looking forward to. I'm very curious. I'm very. I'm very. I'm very very curious. And I think that in this tortilla that I am, I can fit everything in a perfect balance. And once you bite, once you bite, 
you can try everything all at once because everything is part of that taco. So I was right. You are a tortilla. <laughs> Mexican tortilla. A taco. Oh, that's funny. A taco. Mexican a taco. tortilla. I like Potatoes that. and eggs. Like, nah. Yeah. That was, that was a good but, but, but you understand like the, the whole, you know, explanation. I got it. I got you. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> you felt it. All right. My last question. And I came not. Mm -hmm. I came not prepared. It was like all, all <laughs> coming out of my honest heart. Oh, <laughs> that's welcome. funny. All right. Are you ready for the last question? Uh, since you were talking about traveling a little bit to Rome and Paris, what is one of your dream destinations to visit and why? I would love to travel to. Switzerland. Ooh. Yeah, Switzerland, but not alone. I, I mean, I can, I, I feel myself that I am young and I'm discovering the world, and there's no place on earth that I sense that is like I need to visit now. And it's like uh, going now. No, no, I, I, I am very patient. I'm sure that in the rest of my life I will spend it traveling the world and learning a lot different cultures, whatever. But when it comes to Switzerland, I would love to travel, but with my dad. Mm. My dad has never, ever, ever been on like a transatlantic plane. So if I convince my dad to travel to Switzerland, he loves mountains. He loves like big landscapes. And and one of my biggest dreams is to say to, to convince my dad, because I already told him like, dude, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for the plane tickets. I'm going to pay for yours. I'm going to pay for whatever you eat. You're going to be drinking beer and eating pork. So you will be happy. Uh, we can carry a bottle of spicy sauce. So you're going to be fine. And, and I still haven't convinced him. So if I convince my dad to travel, to, to, to travel with me, to see, to admire the beautiful, landscapes I will die happy I love that well hopefully that will happen one day so anyways thank you Melissa I appreciate you coming on for the podcast I really enjoyed it and I hope uh, you had fun as well and hopefully we can share some information about Madrid and all your experiences there sure did I I, I, I feel like I, I talked a lot of crap but I didn't say anything <laughs> That does it for this week's episode of the Travel Tribe X podcast, featuring me, Jordan, the real deal Shmuel. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram at Travel Tribe X as we release new adventures and inspiring stories each week. Until next time, safe adventures.